Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our Hello and welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. Um, welcome, dogs. Not like not in a negative way. I'm not calling you guys dogs, but you know. What I mean. uh, no, it's fine. You you mean like D A W G? Exactly. Right? Welcome, kitty cats. No, yeah. Yeah, my, oh, nobody says that. Welcome, cats. Uh, <laughs> why not? Hello, cats. <laughs> Hello, kitty cats. <laughs> Hello, kitty cats. Here we are. Welcome to our I show. I say that. You do? You're as a pervy man from the 40s? Now? As yes, I'm now, a pervy man from the thing. 40s. <laughs> okay, so, guys, we're going to talk about an episode called Injured, one of my favorite episodes of all time. Yes. You know what time it is. It is recap time. Episode 115, Injured. One of my favorites. So after Jess brutally tackles Nick during a game of football, 
He is so wounded he can barely drive. Winston's vehicle is also a casualty of senseless violence and possibly neglect. The mechanic declares that it can no longer be called a car. Of course, our buddy Nick doesn't believe in doctors or insurance or money, so Jess has to take him to see her doctor, Dr. Sadie, the OBGYN, and she gives him meds for menstrual cramps. After Nick takes the pills, Sadie sees that his thyroid is swollen and she suggests that he gets it looked at. This sends Nick and the rest of the gang into a tailspin fearing the worst, cancer. Over drinks, Nick tells Jess that she doesn't know how to be real. And so she fires back saying, well, you never do anything. Nick then confesses that he wants to know the outcome before he dives into things that are serious. But the cancer scare bolsters him to be brave and he runs buck-ass naked into the ocean. The entire crew falls asleep on the beach. The next morning, Nick goes to the doctor and learns that he is cancer-free. The gang splits his medical bill so he won't have to worry. You're welcome. Unfortunately, no one has enough money to pay for Winston's used-to-be car, so he leaves it behind. We actually filmed this episode really early in the season. I think we filmed it third or something. Yeah. And there was some controversy around it, right? About airing well, it that quick. Yeah, they decided it was too early uh, in the season. Like, it was season one. And we, we hadn't earned a semi-serious episode. Not that, it, you know, of course it has lots of jokes and comedy in it, but it, ha- it deals with the serious subject matter. And they felt like we needed to, you know, have a few uh, more st- um, strictly comedic episodes under our belt um, so that we could earn this semi-serious episode. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if you're going to do it a makes sense. cancer scare episode. You want the audience mm-hmm. to be fully invested and in love with exactly. the characters um, so they can go But on it is funny because you and Schmidt in that episode, are. it seems like you're just still flirting when in reality... Cece and Schmidt had been hooking up for a while by the time this episode aired, but it was like you're back to just kind of having a subtle undertone of Yeah, it's interesting because it was all kind of papered over because it was done out of order. Right. This one was shot obviously way before, and so it threw a lot of different things off. Relationship stuff was off. Yeah. Um, The introduction of new characters were off. Um, But, you know... The fans didn't catch on, so we're good. What, there yeah, was one moment I realized. It's like a little bit of an island of an yeah. episode. There was a yeah. moment in the um, in Sadie's office. You can hear a clearly eighty yard line of June going like, "Nice to see you again." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. really right, off right. camera, so eighty yard line yeah. to just kind of yeah. It's so funny. I didn't even it. I caught that line thinking that's kind of weird, but I didn't. <laughs> um, but it's but it definitely caught my ear too because I was like, wait, what is the? And then I remembered that over drinks. Nick met, tells Jess uh, that she doesn't know how to another, be real. Was it the? And so she Jess fires back saying, "Well, maybe. you never do yeah, anything." Right. There was um, one previous meeting, but they caught it. Um, yeah. and they uh, caught it and did a little. They did band aid fix on it, <laughs> appropriate for an episode called Injured. So J.J. Philbin wrote this wonderful writer, um, and I always thought she was really great at marrying the the comedy with the drama 
in in episodes and was great at writing like more meaningful episodes i think yeah and then we had the wonderful lynn shelton direct this episode who sadly passed away last year it i we were all devastated mm-hmm. and was she was just such a talented person and so um incredibly kind um and wonderful to work with so she was like an ethereal being i remember that because it was very early on so beautiful Yeah. yeah it was early on we shot this and so for me i was still very very um nervous i'd go on you know go to shoot an episode and a brand new director and I just remember her being so open-hearted and kind and she was like the epitome of a safe space like you just knew you could ask her anything um and she was just you know she was just warmth that's what she yeah exuded all the time so not I think all of us were devastated when she passed away so suddenly um, but so is so much of the film community and TV community. You could just yeah. feel it. Everybody felt like such a huge hole had been created. So um, we miss you, Lynn. Yeah, we miss you, Lynn. Let this uh, episode be um, in her honor and her memory. Um, we loved her. Yeah. Much love. Much love. Well, let's dive in, y'all. Let's, Let's dive in. Dive yes. Into this great Yeah, and I was episode. actually going to say that Lynn had such a great she had like a a great background in, you know, indie filmmaking. So, um I'm not sure how much episodic TV she had done before this, but it was so awesome to have her point of view. Um, you know, I think I always found that there were a lot of similarities between shooting episodic TV and shooting indie movies because you have to shoot fast but still find the truth and and um you know kind of be scrappy about how you're you know how you're making everything because you don't have the time you know the luxury of time um so i thought it was it was wonderful to have her perspective yeah oh yeah absolutely agree absolutely it's a special episode for many reasons Um, so we'll dive in so obviously this cold open was super easy for you zoe because you play like uh, football all the time so <laughs> <laughs> you're good like, no problem i got this good nice burn yeah. <laughs> um you're right i am not a sports person um i know i know nothing well actually i know a little bit about baseball because i grew up watching baseball with my dad but not playing it <laughs> and not playing Definitely not playing football. <laughs> Full on tackles, um, knocking grown men to the ground. I was like getting, I was like petitioning to get dance credit for PE pretty early on. Um, <laughs> so, um, yes, I knew nothing about that. But it was kind of funny, the fact that we were playing tackle football as as a loft <laughs> um, is funny. Was it tackle? I don't even know if it was supposed to be tackle. Football. I don't think it I was. Think it was, just, oh, like, maybe it was just Jess trying to like prove herself. It was the same way from yeah. the pilot or the second episode when you were dribbling the basketball and then you end up breaking something. You break the television. And then this one, oh, yeah. you break Nick Miller. It did Every remind me that I we, I feel sports. like we all have a friend that refuses to go to the doctor and is hyper yes. suspicious of modern medicine. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all, I mean, yeah. I could tell you every Big black mistake. family has that. 
that one person who's just we don't like believe no. In doctors. Mm-mm. No, Vicks Vapor Rub. That's all yeah, I trust. What Chris Rock say? Rub some Robitussin on it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I remember filming in those two locations, and then at the beach by the Santa Monica Pier, which is a famous place. Do you remember filming with that car and everything, and um, on that night and on the beach because um, Jake did not want to. <laughs> <laughs> was very grumpy about having to get in the water, which I would be too. You know what's interesting? I, what I do remember, though, about that particular moment, um, if folks, if you remember, he at some point towards the end of the episode, he runs and he jumps into the ocean. Now, uh, Buck Jake, naked. Jake did that. Jake did that. However, I remember it being an option. Do you want someone else to be the one to jump into the water? And Jake won't jump off of a two-foot like ledge he won't do anything <laughs> he will always have the stunt double you know go and make that money he's like we got a stunt double here we may as well use that person this it's october by the way when we're shooting in the in the ocean in the pacific ocean which is pacific ocean is not war- it's not known for being like a warm ocean yeah. like and it's, it's in the middle of the maybe night. in august yeah. and that's it oh, yeah. yeah it's it the middle late. of the night it's October, yeah. And he decides, and I do remember it being a choice, and I remember Jake saying, no, I'll do it. And that confused me. And he did it. <laughs> and I was just laughing because I thought, what what kind of idiot is this? Maybe like, he's why just very body that? confident. He was just sort of like, I've worked hard for he this He was feeling body. himself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're going to see someone's butt, it's going to be mine. I don't think he was fully na- He was wearing like some... Yeah, underwear. He wasn't. I remember naked. everybody kind of like turning and looking away to kind of give him a little privacy. I well, do remember that being tidy whities is still uh, still revealing. It's naked yeah. adjacent. It's still sure. quite revealing. Still naked revealing. He, he wasn't completely naked, <laughs> especially in the cold Pacific. You- yeah, <laughs> you don't want that. Especially <laughs> in the cold Pacific. <laughs> uh, that's why I always um, wear corduroys when I jump in the Pacific. Yeah, we all do. We all corduroy <laughs> bathing suits for everybody. <laughs> I just remember going like, "Wow, we really have to do this." It was one of those things where it started to be like this episode was like the Wizard of Oz moment, like pulling back the curtain on TV and filmmaking. I mean, Zoe, you'd been in the industry for a really long time, but for me, this was like learning like, oh, this man really has to go jump in this ocean in yeah. the middle of the night to get Some this stuff shot. you can't fake. That's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, okay. And we're all here because we had to shoot like stuff afterwards, I guess, or I don't know why we're, though I feel like that was the last shot of the night. So maybe not. I don't know why everybody was still hanging out then. But I do remember him going to do it, and I was like, wow, um, I'm going to pay attention to what they write for me in future, because I may have to actually do some of this insane stuff. Anyone who knows me, Mm -hmm. and I I have a reputation in the industry as being Tom Cruise-like. Yeah. Okay. Very Tom Cruise like uh, synonymous. Lamorne yeah. Morris, Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. However, they were like Tom Cruise, Lamorne Morris. Mm, anyone yeah. else? Nah, I can't think of anybody else. No. And, and honestly, and it's, it sucks too because I'm I stay busy and I don't want to be. I just want to be home at times. You know what I mean? Mm. But <laughs> but then but then if if ever the stunt was to jump into the ocean, that's the one thing that I'd be like, hold on now, hold on. I think we got somebody else who can do this, right? I don't know uh, why. I just won't do it. I would outsource that one too. Thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Bye-bye. I feel like this was also, this episode, it's so funny. There's so many things in this episode 
that I feel like people have like held on to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other is that this one has two of the Nick Schmidt kisses. <laughs> yeah, the Fredo kisses. The Fredo, yeah, kisses. Fredo kisses. The establishment of maybe the true love story of New Girl. Yes. So, um, so funny. Yeah, Max really just crushing those Fredo kisses so, so hilariously. Very committed. That, as, a, as a performer, that was one of the first, watching Max do that was one of the first, it's when I saw true commitment. Obviously, when we do yeah. stuff on the show, you know, we we're we're characters. We're all comedic, funny people, and we do bits and we go there and we commit to certain things. <laughs> Watching Max do those bits sometimes, I don't know why. I just felt like a full commitment from him, and I thought I gotta elevate my performance ability <laughs> because mm. he doesn't care. Mm. At all. Max will do. Max just goes for it a hundred percent of the time, no matter yeah. what. And what and and in those particular moments. And then watching Jake always commit to the bit, no matter what, will just stay in character. That was something in the beginning that was hard for me to do. And you'll see it later on in other episodes where I can't, like, I can't stay committed to the bit when it's a, an extreme bit because I'm always laughing. Um, no, but I think like everybody's energy is different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think what makes Max a great actor is different from what makes Jake a great actor or you a great actor or Hannah a great, like a great actor. I think all of these things have like, in fact, I think like Max's ability to like fully commit, uh, is like his, it's like his stamp, you know what I mean? Um, but sometimes the, the not fully committing can be just as real you know what I mean? Like can be just can come off just as true and real as an actor. It just kind of depends on the circumstance. But I, I do think like that's kind of his Max's hallmark. And then Jake's reactions to Max are kind of equally committed in a aggressive way. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, I mean, that is obviously one of the things about their dynamic that is really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at my stamp, but I see obviously. you being committed, Mister Lamar. No, I could be committed, especially when you I'm doing and my own Tom stunts. Yeah, Cruz, when I'm doing my yeah, own stunts. Especially, yeah, especially when you're falling off a building. Absolutely, for real. absolutely. Mission Impossible Seven or was that eight? Just call me. Yeah, nine, <laughs> ten. Yeah, I don't remember which yeah. one. There. All of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> um, also, this one thing about this episode I, that I um, that we get to see is more of the. It's kind of more of the will they won't they stuff. You the energy between Nick and Jess. Um yeah. with how we're all kind of dicking around with this news. We're having fun with it obviously. We're a little emotional about it. But you your character is, you know, m- more maternal and more um truly engaged with what what's going on with him and that to me, you know, kind of lays the foundation for the audience a little bit in the beginning. Um Yeah. Which I thought was which I thought was pretty cool. Even though we switch episodes around a little bit, it was fun to see it a little later on. Yeah, I definitely think there. I think his kind of criticism of her mm-hmm. and her reaction, the fact that it actually hurts her feelings rather than makes her mad, right. it shows like that there. I think there's a you know it. It seems like there's a connection there in it. 
especially in this this episode. Right. I mean, it was one of my favorite Jess moments, I feel like, of the season is you get to see um, this not-so-perfectly sweet side of her. You get to see her hurt. Mm -hmm. You get to see her lash out. You get to see her do something that's not very kind and then have to recover from it. And I think that's part yeah. of the, I don't know, the beauty of this show is that it's, you know, you get these very three-dimensional characters. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll throw to a little break. And when we come back, we can talk about the impressions and the songs <laughs> in this episode. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> How was? <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. And you love doing that, and well, you know what? I support black. it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> not 
Me. If you go back um, far enough. If you go back far enough, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes, it, it's true. If you go it's back true. far enough. Yeah. Historically, um, you are correct. Yeah. Um, so can we talk about this song that the our incredible editor, um, Steve uh, Welch? Yeah. Um, made yeah. into a masterpiece, this sad song. Because I have to share something because it brought it all back when I was rewatching this episode. Oh, my nice. goodness. So talking about an episode where you realize, oh, I really have to do this stuff, like Jake jumping in the ocean. I remember they came and knocked on the trailer door and they were like, you know, 10 away. And I looked at the scene and I was like, OK, we're doing this song. And it's like Cece raps and she has to do it well. That's that bit of it is that it's surprising. She actually can do it. And y'all, that's not my forte. Not something I can do. It's not? Not a rapper. I thought you were a rapper. <laughs> and I just remember it like walking down my three little steps of my trailer, walking two steps over to Lamorne's three steps up his trailer because we shared a trailer, banging on his door. And I was like, Lamorne, Lamorne. Open up, open up. And he's like, yeah, what? And I'm like, um, so help, help me. I need your help. I did you like, help her? Yes. Did you coach her? Yes. Because I, I was coach? like, I've, we've got, I said, I don't know. Like there has to be like a rhythm to this. There has to be like a beat to this. And Lamorne was like beatboxing. He's like, well, I could beatbox and you could say it like this. But I'm like, but how am I just going to speak it? Like, what are we doing? And they're just sort of like five away. And I was like, oh my God. And it was just like this freak out I had because that is part of being an actor. You're scared. You're going to go on set and suck. Right. And oh everyone's going to be like, this bit doesn't work. Cece's supposed to be great at rapping. And this chick can't <laughs> pull this off. And because my like, whatever, little stanza kind of goes right into Lamorne's too. And it had to work and make sense. I just remember being in like a full sweat. And him and I are just like locked in this trailer trying to work this beat out. I will say trying the to make it part, make sense. The difficult part about doing something like that <laughs> is like, it's like, imagine Zoe having to sing songs that someone who's not a songwriter wrote for you. That's what you said because uh, you're like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I was like, these they, the they words don't, no don't fit. <laughs> They're the not words, rappers. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work, Hannah. Yeah. And I was like, well, we have to make it work. <laughs> Figure it out. And I do think that we dropped a word from it to make it flow better. Like, I do think you were like, just take this bit out or something to make it work. Probably. I Probably. think we did some finesse. I have done that. That's the thing. Like, uh, just writing music. And then sometimes I've had to write stuff with other people's lyrics. And, um, and then sometimes it doesn't flow and you do have to draw. I mean, that's just how... It's yeah. just how it works. That's how it you works. Sometimes got to drop a word. What would you guys? Um, but so I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. You guys did a really good job with your rap. What would you because, all, the folks at home? What would you rate the uh, scale of one? To, <laughs> one my rapping, don't, y'all. Don't open Be it kind. up. Don't open up. No, Be very I kind. Thought, I actually thought you guys sounded great. I'm talking about for the whole thing, not just oh, not the, just your part. Well, the whole thing, though, is a credit well, apparently to Steve, right? Because that was like the story that came yeah, out Steve of it. Steve Welch, our editor. Mm-hmm. Well, because I, and I remember too is this 
uh, like we were covering, there were a lot of people and they were all, you know, in this, that scene in the bar and we're all around the room. So we're covering everything separately. It's not like, you know, there was, wasn't a flow and they had like, you were doing your, your Aaron Neville impression or something. Aaron <laughs> right? I, yeah. I think that's what yeah. I was trying to do. Aaron Neville. I, that, okay. That's what, that's what I got from it. I was like, oh, he's doing, Thank he you. does a good that's what Neville. I was doing brothers um and then that was funny and working and then you had everybody separately doing like little bits of things and some of it was like improvised and some of it was written in the script and it when we were shooting it it none of it was really it wasn't necessarily meant to flow together like a complete song it i remember being very piecemeal and it wasn't really written that way it was like it it wasn't like that. On I the mean, page. it wasn't really wit- written as one long thing. It was like, yeah. oh, one person said one thing, and then maybe there was some dialogue, and you know. But it ended up being cut as like one kind of song rap sequence, and it worked really well. And I would say, salute to you, Steve. I would have to ask. We could ask Steve. I'm sure, but I feel like the story was that he had to put that scene together, and it didn't really work and so apparently Mm. he had like a bottle of whiskey and stayed up all night and just like Mm -hmm. worked on it and he made that scene what it is and he made that song yeah they all were like man steve's a genius after that song because i think it wasn't working only because uh it it was probably too long you know Mm -hmm. because we had um you know a lot of times for network television, now it's totally different for like a cable show or a show for a streamer. And now network TV like isn't really necessarily like what, you know, it's like it's like just a portion of what we watch now. But back in the day, like pretty much everything was network TV. Um, and network TV, everything has to fit commercials in it and it has to be a really specific length. So our episodes were 21 minutes and 35 seconds. They had to be exactly that. And maybe they'd give us 30 seconds more if it was some really, really special occasion. But generally, everything had to be that length. And now, if you watch an episode of another show that was, you know, on HBO or on, you know, like Netflix or something that was made for, you know, a streamer or a cable, network um those shows could be like you know a, a a half hour show could be anywhere between 20 and 35 minutes um right. whereas ours had to be exactly a certain length and we didn't have any wiggle room so um or very little wiggle room so like a lot of times if something wasn't working it was because there was a length issue or they wanted to cut in more space you know yeah. and they couldn't and they needed you know to take stuff out. So there was, had to be so much creative editing. Yeah. Um, and well, I, and I, I will say this, and this is for the folks at home. I want you guys to put this little tidbit in your back pocket. Although Steve did edit the crap out of that scene. <laughs> I played the piano myself. That's all Get me. out. I didn't know that. That's all me. That's all me. I just want to put that it, out there. Yeah. It was you playing piano. Yeah. I but, remember that. But there weren't any real notes. I was, I was about like, to say, did you hit a chord? Did you just hit oh, one chord? <laughs> Like, oh, somebody played <laughs> in my mind. You had so no, I was no, I was playing it, but they weren't like if you pay attention to the song, but, it's not exactly. 
I'm not like playing, playing. I'm just hitting like one chord after I say something or another chord after. Yeah, I say something. no, I know that. Yeah. Um, and um, so technically, I am a pianist. <laughs> technically, I'm not mature. So um, Zoe, when you're out there on you're tour, when you're out there on tour, uh-huh. and something's, go, something's uh-huh. going down with the piano. You know, call, you you have my. I phone should call number. you. You have my. Okay, number. I'll give you a call. I'll be like Lamorne. Yeah. Um, tell me yeah. what do you know about. Wurlitzers, everything, and everything, and I'll tell everything. you a person. You okay, the world, the lids, can you, can you, can you tune it? I can. You, How do you tune a Wurlitzer? <laughs> honestly, with faith and and hope. That's you right. Know what I mean, and belief. Actually, right. you solder it. Yeah, you everybody have to knows solder that. It. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah, okay. I have a soldering okay. machine. Okay, you yeah. knew that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna call you next time it's out of tune. Thank you. Um, just come pick me up in your private jet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a private chat. Oh, you also let's so so you 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 tapped in a little bit about the Aaron Neville impression. Uh There's a a few more impressions in here. There's a there's a Chris Rock impression, and there's also a Daffy Duck impression. Yes, the Daffy Duck impression is very sweet. I have to say, thank you. Thank you. It was a very sweet way to do it because I I forgot that that was in the episode. And then when Jess says, like, oh, this is what my mom used to do for me, I thought it was going to be some, like, big over-the-top kind of bit. And it's actually, like, a really sweet little Mm -hmm. Daffy Duck. It was very endearing. What was funny is I remember that it had to be a Looney Tunes character, I think, because of what we could (laughs) reference. Really? (laughs) Um, But Daffy Duck was something that I, as a kid, would do Daffy Duck impressions to myself, not to anybody else. But I remember sitting in my room and being like, I got it. <laughs> I have this impression. <laughs> I was like, not that great, but. So you got to pick that character. That wasn't the one in the No, like, I didn't kind of... pick it. I think it ended up in the script, but I was like, I got it. Right. Perfect. In your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's in my wheelhouse. And Lamorne. Mm-hmm. You're the comedy at the funeral. <laughs> That's yeah. Was that Chris Rock? That was a Chris Rock. Imp- that was a semi Chris Rock impression. I had never done it before, and I just thought when I thought of stand up, I immediately thought of Chris Rock. And the script yeah. may have said it just says he does a stand. I think he said it, he he does like a Chris Rock like impression mm. because. Chris Rock, if you know, like when when he's when he's if you look at any Chris Rock special, he paces the stage a lot to make emphasis. He yeah. walk fast across the stage to say one thing and then fast across the other part. And to do that at a funeral, I thought would be funny. Um. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Worked the whole room. It was yeah. great. You, you did it. Um, you did it. That was a fun. That was a fun bit to do. I used to do a little bit of stand up back in the day, and so, but obviously not on the a Chris Rock level. <laughs> but it was just fun not to at funerals. Kind of <laughs> no, but I would. I would. <laughs> you I mean, would if somebody wants a, like a, a a tight ten at a funeral. You're you're there. <laughs> call me. Call me. It, it, it can't get I mean, worse than the feeling they're already feeling. Speaking of literal impressions, um, I do remember reading the script and it talked about how there was an impression of my butt in the sand. Mm -hmm. And is that what is that your butt? 
uh, <laughs> near. Like, it was a funny thing because I wasn't there, right, when they did it. They weren't sort right. of like, let me look at your butt and then carve this out so this is accurate. <laughs> so I just remember watching the episode for the first time. And I was like, those are two large watermelons that have been pushed into the sand. Like, if anybody's butt left that impression in the sand, that is a very pronounced badonk that's right. That's too good, large. It was a good cheat butt cakes. impression. <laughs> it just seemed very aggressive. It was so funny because I was like, whoa, okay. Well, hopefully it people don't. It didn't seem large. It seemed like narrow, but like projected. Deep. deep it was deep, deep in the deep sand. And projected. Like, like Cardi and B not was like a, Yeah, well, like not like somebody with hips. It seemed like somebody with like no hips who just had like two watermelons. Also, there's like, no just like projecting out. There's no like <laughs> hand prints next to it to the push yourself up out of the sand. So I just stood up with that big booty <laughs> with my legs and, then, and walked away. You're very strong. You do so much Pilates. <laughs> I apparently, I do glutes but also, all day. <laughs> but also like you levitated up because there's no footprint. There's nothing. It's just a footprints. butt in the sand. <laughs> I just dropped down with my butt and bounced out and that was it. I really like I was like this I have so many questions. It's like you're bent fully in half. That's right. And then your butt Cr- and I was craned you, le- you levitated up. You were craned down and that's then right. craned, craned up. out. Yeah. We're we're solving. Uh-huh. I really do have a question though and for props of like what me. did they use? Because it's just such a perfect, specific um, scoop into the sand. <laughs> um, I, 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 that's really, Dallas. I mean, I know this is like a heartfelt episode about cancer. Do you think cancer. that was props that did that? That feels more like set deck. Set, set deck. Mm. Or maybe set deck. I don't know. They walked around with these perfect little scoopers. And I was well, like, wow. Well, I just, I have a lot of it, questions, man. That's all. Do you think that was like a, maybe it was like a an un- acknowledged fantasy sequence uh, <laughs> a dream ballet um uh in schmidt's mind that uh, is the most logical explanation it was a filter on it was a dream ballet nowadays. my craned butt into it was a, the sand. a booty dream ballet <laughs> the booty that dream lasted ballet. we would really, like to rename the seconds. injured episode booty dream mm-hmm. ballet when really Booty it should look like a sack of potatoes. Like, no. If that's not the name of the next <laughs> She and Him album, Booty Dream Ballet, I don't know if I could buy it. Here's the thing. I was kind of a little apprehensive about doing the podcast because I just immediately immediately thought, because this episode deals with a cancer scare, that this, um, you know, when we sat down to talk today, that we were kind of going to go uh, deep and heavy. And the fact that we've just spent 40 minutes talking and where we're at is talking about a booty dream ballet really warms my heart you guys really warms my heart this is where you know I what it to it's be. an issue i love it it's an issue it's and an we issue have questions. this is what the podcast is for we have to answer these mm-hmm. questions we now know it's a dream yeah. sequence and he's just seeing what he hopes her yeah. butt looks like but also yeah but also we realize that you know obviously cancer is a very scary thing but nick you know, and he has, and you, all these thoughts run through your mind of what it could possibly be because you're you're searching the internet, you're trying to figure out what this mm, lump, this Doctor Google, Doctor Google. Also, what is you, that app that's like with the cross skull, <laughs> skull and crossbones on it? Skull and crossbones, <laughs> and it just says death. Yeah, like go back and, and find another site. Oh it seems just, also like 
The font tells me that that app is not accurate diagnosing. <laughs> it's just the back anything. of a bleach bottle. Like it's not. It's not even a thing. <laughs> well, do yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not, obviously you forget what websites look like in 2011. I mean, websites. That was what the website strange. looked like. That's what they were very basic, very beta like websites. Um, it was yeah. Well, I don't think it was that much. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he, but you know, um, he he realizes quickly um, after his his ocean visit and after a, a long night on the beach after the 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 booty ballet on the um, mm-hmm. on the beach dream the booty, booty ballet the dream booty ballet on the beach that mm-hmm. he indeed does not have cancer it was uh what he doesn't know he just there was something there could have possibly but been. what is it he, th- he says he <laughs> thought it I was a cyst but that he kind of blanked right. out after they said it was a cancer i think if we had to after school specialists um this episode is a commentary on american health care because he can't afford to pay yeah right mm-hmm. um and well, two okay, the moral is hannah is canadian so yeah. do you want to tell us something about yeah, I think it's that, bonkers. I, I think that's so crazy that you have bonkers. to decide it's whether or not to take yourself, you know, your child to the hospital, to a doctor to get something checked out. You have to check your bank account first. I think that is so crazy Insane. and scary and sad that that's yeah, um, how you determine scary. to but, make sure but everything's it's a okay. Good thing. But it's a good thing. Nick Miller had uh, rich friends who paid his <laughs> <laughs> super rich friends rich and then friends. the other part of the after school special I feel like the moral school is school teacher out of work basketball player <laughs> yep. everybody pushing um, quarters together yep is that go check it out man if you've got something that you're concerned about check it out it's probably nothing then you get peace of mind and that is worth everything check it out yeah. check it out always check, check it, it out, out. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome to our show. Can we jump into um, Winston's car a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Well, Nick and your car are both injured. In injured. It, That's exactly. very true. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. Nick's car, both Nick's car and, and Winston's car look like a bag of, what the fuck? And <laughs> By the way, all of our cars, like in, in a few episodes, there's a whole thing about my car breaking down. We're all driving cars that are on their last leg. No, no, like CC has a nice car, beautiful car, which also makes no sense because I live in an apartment with a bunch of other people. Well, like, you're you spending all your it. money on your car. Yeah. I guess I so. remember people that I was friends with, like in my 20s that would live in a like, you know, not a super nice place but they would drive a really really crazy nice car and i was like why are you driving a bmw (laughs) that was always the cliche the guy picks you up in a bmw and then takes his back take you back to like a studio apartment where seven people live yeah i was like spend that money elsewhere or save it (laughs) and i'm curious guys will pick you up in a bmw and then take Mm. you back to their janky apartment no not me seven roommates it was just like other people every myth of la oh it is it it, i feel like that it was a lot of people would just spend all their money on their car right that's right oh yeah when i first moved here i when i first moved to la i lived in a, a, a small apartment in north hollywood and one of my neighbors really nice guy every time i every time i would see him in the parking lot walking to one of his cars he had a bunch of cars it was always like a g-wagon or a range rover or a ferrari and this apartment complex was very cheap <laughs> it's like yeah. very cheap and i just thought holy crap this guy could have with just those cars alone you could buy a nice house with and uh yeah i guess he, he wasn't was a drug it. dealer a little more Maybe. Um, shout now. out to Daniel, who was the uh, my uh, neighbor. His name was Daniel. Uh, <laughs> 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 Daniel, good Daniel, clear your good name. Clear your good name. Yeah, that's not. Lauren is just throwing shade at our engineer. Uh, I don't support it. Daniel's asking you to talk less, say less. Daniel, the drug dealer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um Um, okay uh as we wrap this episode up my friends where's the bear hannah where's the bear no okay so i've kind of been avoiding it because uh i looked long and hard and it almost reminds me of the wedding episode for the where's the bear where the big stretch was the bare feet the closest I can get to it on this one is um, the bare ass on the beach. That's right. <laughs> is that what you were gonna say? That's right. Were you really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was joking. That's exactly right. 
<laughs> what you really about Nick to say Miller's that? bare bootay. That's all oh I got, God. you guys. I know it's a stretch, and I know Zoe does not accept things that are not actually. Like I don't a furry accept bear. it, but you know what? I I like the creativity. I, I gotta uh, be. I gotta I be. Was, you know, I like the creativity. Um, all right, uh, let's play True American, where the let's rules play. change weekly, and you leave more confused than when you showed up. This week we're playing Elvis Blues, where we'll try to guess some of the saddest songs in the world. Um, I guess our engineer Daniel is going to play some of those songs for us. I love sad songs. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just joking. And I did not know that's what you were thinking about. (laughs) You are right. We think alike. Great minds, bro. I'll take it. I was trying to do a bit. Okay. Let's try this. This is song number one. And don't cheat by using Shazam. Don't cheat. Yeah, no Shazamming. And I'm just sharing computer sounds. We're going to try this out. Okay, let me know if you can hear this one. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know this. Eric Clapton. Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. The saddest song. It is the saddest song ever. Genuinely the saddest song. Yeah, the saddest song ever. I don't even want to. It's too it's horrific. It's I can't even hear song. the song. No, it's it's a hor- it actually. No, it is actually a horror song. Yeah, it's, it's a like horror a, song. Listening to it is equivalent to reading like one of the current headlines in the New York Times. That's right. Okay, I'm going to go no. with Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. That's right. That's we are not, what it is. I can't even yeah. talk about Tears it because it heaven. feels like a, a cursed it, hor- yeah, horror no, song. It's, yeah, it, yeah, no, it's a horror song. I've never heard it. It's very sad. I well, don't want to cry, right, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So we'll move on to the yeah, next thank one. Thank you. <laughs> move on to the next one. Damn, Everybody's no. in tears and terrified. Right, yeah. All right, who's ready for the next one? Here we go. Let's do it. We're ready. Lamorne on the keys. Is that Gloomy Sunday? Is this uh, Nina Simone? Neither Gloomy Sunday nor Nina. Ooh. Oh, Nina God. Simone. Is this uh, Strange Fruit? Strange Fruit. Indeed. Ding, but ding, not ding, by Nina Billie Simone. Holiday. Oh, Billie Holiday. I mean, this version. is okay. another horror song. That is a... Ho- Daniel. It's the saddest song. Daniel. I mean, you terrifying. know what the God, that song means. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought the songs were going to be oh like, God. he cheated on me and broke my heart. And now, I mean, I know, y'all, I thought it was I'm going to have to... Jones I've got to go to therapy after yeah. this game. Okay, Daniel. Well, yeah. I, for, uh, okay. Uh, first of all, it. I don't know what to say. It, do, it doesn't get any better, though. <laughs> Oh my God. Do you know what strange fruit means? Better than listening Can to we get like Cry Me a River songs. by Justin Timberlake or something? Can we just get something that's just like innocuous? Uh, set? No, I guess no. not. No, they're, they're Daniel, dark What in the Juneteenth here. were you thinking when you played <laughs> Strange there's, uh, Fruit? There, there's, there's three more, and I think. Oh, God. Level. I got to lay down. Okay. Oh God. All right. Next. I mean, this is hard. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Here's the next one. Windows opening. It spins out. This is sad. Yeah, this is right. This is Shanae Lennox. Oh no, nothing compares to you. Nothing compares. Yeah. Bam. Also very sad. What's that about? What's that song about? That's written by Prince, our Mm. friend Prince. Shout out Prince. Um, Shout out Prince. And um, this is 
Sinead O'Connor singing Nothing Compares to You. Also a very sad song. Not on the level of the other two sad. Like, (laughs) it feels that the narrator of the song is very depressed. Right? That's about her mom passing away. Well, Prince's mom passing away? Yeah, it's about a mom passing away. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh God! Well then, now yeah, that's Sorry, on the took level, a turn. I guess. Thanks took a, a lot. <laughs> right. I thought it was just about a breakup. All right, wrong. Two, two more. I two more. When is. we know the context of all these songs, it makes them just like I feel like puking. Like that's right. God, well, who picked these? Songs? That was a kind of a great music video, though. She was phenomenal in that music video. Daniel, like, who picked these oh, songs? Yeah, you or Joelle? I love her. That single tear. It was me. Joelle, Joel, you, Joel, Joel, you, you were in a, this. In, a, in, a, in a mood when you picked these songs. I'm still like, going back to Strange Fruit. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's not it's sad. It's that, dark. Oh that, dark. I think Strange Fruit takes the cake. This is like a Halloween episode of True American. Okay. Yeah. Let's well, just get through it, I guess. It, it only can run yeah. over the coals. We it only continues. Oh, we boy. got two more. I two can't more. even think of songs on this love, but I we mean, you started with to tears in heaven. Heaven. Will, yeah, you're, 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 you'll get. I think. I think now. Now that we know the theme, the rest. I'm of having will a have trauma response. <laughs> Here we go. Here's number four. The needle tears. Oh, oh my God! Johnny you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, Johnny Cash. Johnny hurt. Cash. Is this hurt? Yes. Yeah, heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Cash covering Ugh. Nine Inch Nails hurt. Okay. Well, Ugh, that right. was one of and it like, was I right after. Wasn't it right after he covered that song? Right after June, mm-hmm. uh, Carter Cash passed away. Right. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A, I mean, okay. it's like one of the most like hauntingly beautiful cover songs. My toes that are I can't tingling listen to because trauma. it's so sad. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Trent Reznor has said that that is no longer uh, a Nine Inch Nails song. That is now a Johnny Cash song. Yeah, which I appreciate. He's, he's, he's keep it right yeah, now, I appreciate I that. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Um, All right, oh, just one god. more. Just one. hold on to something Thanks. tight. Just, just one more. One <laughs> White knuckle it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everybody hurts by REM. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. I mean, Damn. you know, Thank that's you. that song. The song I here's how that song got ruined because it's a beautiful song. Is don't they play that song in like 90210 when uh, uh, Tori Spelling I've, finds out that she's being like cheated on or something? Well, they play it, they used it. So the thing about that song is they in the 90s. And the early 2000s, that song got abused by MTV. They always use it in, like, the real world. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) then, like, shows like um, The Hills and stuff like that. Um, Made you sad. Anytime somebody was sad, they'd play that song. And it's an amazing song. R.E.M.'s an amazing band. Um, But it got used so much that then when I hear it, I start thinking of music cues from reality shows, right? Mainly in the late nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah. What yes, did you Hannah say? Dylan, Wait, Joel just wrote this. Dylan and Brenda's breakup song. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's Thanks, what I associated Joelle. with in nine hundred two and zero, and I was like, oh my god, this is so sad. Well, that one at least can it, I just for us that's ending on a high note with Joelle, this game. Our producer <laughs> for making us all. Go on this emotional roller coaster. I'm not gonna lie to you, Joel. No, 
No. <laughs> no. No. My day's no. ruined. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, like, shout out to Joelle. No. I refuse. Uh-huh. Unshout. Whisper in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She really leaned in. Out. You really leaned into this. <laughs> we didn't know what we were getting into. But somehow we won the game. So what does that say about us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we know all those songs. Won the game. You guys Within won three game. seconds, we were like, we know this we won. devastating. You know who didn't win the we, game? We you, know who, you know who didn't win the game? All the victims of those songs. That's Joel. right. <laughs> I consider myself one now, to be honest with you. But isn't it, the thing is, is like, isn't it important that these songs were written? If I never um, heard Tears in Heaven again, I would be just fine. Yeah, no, me too. Me too. It's like that movie Dancer in the Dark. No, thank uh, you. I can't ever see unsee that movie, but I will never see it again because I was traumatized by it. Yeah. Um, but it was a very good hurts. movie and I'm happy it was made. But all these songs, I'm like, well, they were great expressions of tragedy um, and expressed through music. And I'm happy they were written. Do I want to listen to them ever again? No. <laughs> As part of a because party they game on our podcast. Very sad. No. <laughs> <laughs> on a comedy podcast. <laughs> um, okay, before we wrap this episode up, I have a little bit of unfinished business with you, um, Zoe. Oh. And oh, I have also what? been Fight. avoiding Fight. this, like this whole what episode. This? I'm like, when do I talk about what it? When I do, do I talk about it? But we're at the end of the episode, y'all, and I can't hide anymore. So Uh-oh. I sent a little <laughs> message to Dave Finkel, who's close friends with yes. um, Walpert. Okay, David Walpert, who wrote the uh-huh. episode that had yes. Snap Out of It and the silhouette. Oh, was it a Moonstruck reference? With the Moonstruck reference. And I said, and was obviously it? has to be Moonstruck. Walpert, um, you must agree. So here was the response. I will read it out loud. You already smiled. You seem like very vindicated. So I'm assuming that you're, you (laughs) are or no, I don't know. He said, it starts one way and it takes a turn. Hannah or let Hannah know I'm on her side. So I was like, great. This makes sense. That's all I wanted to hear. (laughs) That said, don't like this part. I don't recall having Moonstruck on the brain. But pretty sure Crescent Moon was in my pre-Liz draft, and I do like Moonstruck, so possibly an unconscious homage. This is not going to settle anything, is it? Oh, gosh. That's so whole... kind of I'm vindicated. Yeah. It sounds like... <laughs> you know, I, I love how much you love Moonstruck. Like, that is so awesome to me. Like, I just, like, love you more for how much you love Moonstruck. Like, and Thank that you. you think it's, like, in all, in everybody's thoughts and on their minds and 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 living in their hearts. Um, I remember a few things about Moonstruck, but, like, almost none of the dialogue. <laughs> Um, I see it everywhere. But, it's like that number 23 thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, I just see no, it you know in what? everything. Great movies influence everything. And then people a lot of times don't realize they're being influenced. But it's the same with music and everything. I mean, it's like, it's a great movie. Everybody saw it, you know, and it had a lot of things I'm sure that were unique to it at the time that then everybody ripped off without realizing it. And then those people ripped, you know, not ripping it off, but like were influenced or, 
inspired by it. And then other people were inspired by, you know, and then things become tropes and they become part of the fabric of our entertainment. And I think that's a testament to that movie. I will say right now, you're being very um, generous. (laughs) And I'm just going to have to, on this podcast, give one point to Zoe D. (laughs) (laughs) One point. It'll come around again on something else, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm not a very competitive person, so it works for me. (laughs) This is a great episode, you guys. Yeah, this was fun, except for the listening to terribly sad songs part. We'll cry Um, for like an hour in the shower. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Goodbye for now. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReader. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.